Welcome to the Arena Church podcast. We hope you enjoy the message. Leo, great message. You know, we, we do all this in-house. It's amazing. And I've never ceased to be amazed what we can actually do with all the talent that we have in the life of this church. It's amazing. Look at this. It's Christmas, isn't it? Who likes big presents? Anybody? Oh, some hands over this side going up. One or two over here. Some like presents. Some like big presents. Some like little presents. Some don't like presents. I don't know anybody who doesn't like presents, to be fair. I want to only keep you for a few minutes as I just share one or two things. And the kids are going to stay in with us, if that's okay. But what I'm looking for, really, is the best behaved boy and the best behaved girl. Because what I do have is a couple of presents that they may be interested in. And what I've got is I've got a lookout that is keeping an eye out around this room to see who's going to be the best behaved for the next few moments. Who can be the best behaved? Oh, yes. Now there's some hands up. Now there's some hands up. Anyways, when I was little... Or at least when I was younger, before somebody says, yeah, whatever. (laughs) I used to love getting the big presents, yeah? I used to love getting the big ones. I'm not sure about you, but I would normally leave those ones to one side. I don't know about you. I'd leave it to one side just to, to make sure there was a bit of excitement when all the other presents were opened. The wrapping always looked good. Maybe there was a bow added for extra fanciness. Not on this one, of course. But the excitement was, what what could it be? It looked big. There was maybe a little bit of of weight to it. There must be something really cool inside it. I remember one year getting a a model of a a Puma King helicopter. You know, you used to build model plastic models. I loved to build plastic models. And that was the big one one year. And I was really excited about it. And I loved to build them and hang them from the ceiling. That's what I like to do. So the big ones always, I thought, brought something pretty exciting. Now, I've got a couple of volunteers that are going to come and help me right now. And Eli and Toby are going to come up to the stage where, wherever they are because I'd like them to help me open this present. Here they come. Let's give them a round of applause. They come. Come on up, boys. Yes. As if for those two boys that had a bit of swag. Turn around. Turn around. Yeah, yes. These guys are brothers, in case you didn't realize. Now, you guys, do you like Christmas morning? Do you like opening presents? What sort of a present opener are you? Are you a careful opener or do you like to tear into it? Tear into it. Okay. This will be interesting. So I want you both to open this present up. Go for it. Have a little feel. What does it feel like, do you think? What do you think it feels like? Is it weighty? Is it light? Can we pick it up? What does that feel? Here, hold it. Just you hold it a second. Oh, oh, is it? Is it got a bit of weight to it? So there might be something pretty cool inside. You think? Right. Let's go ahead and, and open that up. Go on, you pair of you. Dive, dive into it. Dive into it. It's Christmas morning. This is the one you're going. Oh, hang on a minute. You can't find a starting point. Oh, 
Oh, what about here? What about there? Oh, no. Hang on a minute. Something's really wrapped this. Oh, there we go. Now we're cooking. Now we're cooking. Now we're cooking. Can you pass me a key or something? Or what? Oh, yeah. Now. Oh, hang on a minute. What's this then? Fragile. Right. We need something to get us into this part of it because this is the bit I didn't consider. Except that's why I asked for a key. So let's see if I can. Should we put it on the? Should we put it down here so we can have a look? So what we'll do is we'll we'll score that. We'll score that a bit. We'll score this. We'll do a little bit of that. Right now, see if you can just open up. Just yeah, don't hold back. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, let's get into it. Let's get into it. Oh, hang on a minute. Oh, hang on a minute. Oh, oh, what? See. Let's get in. Oh, you found what else is in there? What else is in there? Let's get this. What else is? Let, what's? Let's. What else is in here? What else? Oh, what? Somebody's wrapped a brick up. Somebody's wrapped a brick up for weight. I see what's happened. So, what's this then? What's? What's in that present there? Let me just drop that. Oh, oh, that was not my toe. What's this then? It, Oh, look at that. Hold up for everyone to see. Hold up for everyone to see. Let me see this. Let me see this. That's brilliant. It says, to Tim, from the best pastor in the world. Lots of love, Christian. What a great job you guys did. We've got a little bit of sweets there. You take, you take, can you share sweets? Yeah. You share? You okay with sharing? Sharing's caring, okay? Let's give them a round of applause. Well done, lads. Go on, you can go back to your seats now. You can go back to your seats. That's a great job. That's a great... Let me see if I can find it. There we go. There we go. Sorry, Christian. But I remember it myself when I was a kid. I would have the big present to one side and I remember opening it and pulling out all the styrofoam. Remember the styrofoam bits used to get for pack, used to pull them all out and I would, too would find a brick at the bottom of the present and then I would open up the little thing that was inside. It was something just stupid but my brother would be laughing his head off because he thought it was the funniest thing in the world. Now we had this conversation the other week. We were trying to decide who was it who did it. I think it was him. He thought it might be me but I'm sure he used to wind me up with a present that really was not what it looked like. It wasn't what it looked like. And that's what I want to talk about tonight, just briefly for a few moments. But where am I going with all of this? Well, Matthew chapter 1 in the Bible, this is a book in the Bible. The Bible splits up into different books. And within a book, you find chapters like you do any other book. Well, chapter 1 in verses 18 to 19 says this. This is how the birth of Jesus, the Messiah, came about. His mother Mary was pledged to be married to Joseph. But before they came together... She was found to be pregnant through the Holy Spirit. Because Joseph, her husband, was faithful to the law and yet did not want to expose her to public disgrace, he, handed, he had in mind to divorce her quietly. You see, here's Mary, the mother of Jesus, finding herself in a similar position just like this present. In the natural, it wasn't what it looked like. She was pregnant. 
Now that doesn't look good, does it, when, when the person you're supposed to be marrying isn't the father. But Joseph, being the gentleman, was going to pull the plug on the QT. He was going to take her to one side and, and give her the old elbow, quietly, without embarrassing her. But then chapter 1 goes on to say in verse 20 to, to 24, it says, but after he considered this, after Joseph had considered what he was going to do, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, just to make sure he knew he was talking to, do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife, because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophet. This is about 700 years previous. It was said that the virgin will conceive and give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. When Joseph woke up, he did what the angel of the Lord had commanded him and took Mary home as his wife. So an angel appears to Joseph to explain what the deal is. He explains what, what appeared to be natural was actually supernatural, conceived by the Holy Spirit. Now I've heard the jokes over my lifetime of different things that I don't care to repeat. But the same God who spoke creation into existence, because that's what we believe here, is that the God that we believe in spoke creation into existence. He created a world that is, that is perfect. He created a, a plantation. He created the animals. He created the air that we breathe. He created the stars that are in the sky. He created the universe that goes vast and beyond. And I don't think anyone will ever find out where the end of it ever is. That same God... That same God is able to bring a woman into pregnancy by means of a miracle that only He is able to perform. You know, you may have heard this Christmas story a thousand times. You may have seen nativity plays a thousand times. Maybe this is the hearing something of it for the first time for you tonight. I don't know. But it all revolves around this main focal point of Jesus being born in a manger. And that wasn't what it looked like either. They were expecting a king of kings to arrive in the, in the pomp, in the, the ceremony that you expect a king to arrive in. We saw King Charles, didn't we, this year take to the throne through a procession through London and a, and a great big service at the Westminster Abbey that was just mind-blowing. No holes spared. Everything was out. All the, 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 the bells and whistles were there for everyone to see. But this wasn't what it looked like. This didn't seem to be the king of kings arriving as they expected. But here he is in the stench of a manger. Something we don't quite get across when we look at the cuteness of the nativity plays. The kids all parade through dressed up as different animals and all the other stuff. There was stench, there was squalor. It wasn't with where a king should be born. And unlike this Christmas present that we, we saw earlier, something wrapped amazingly that failed to deliver. Again, sorry Christian. But here was a gift for, for mankind that was also given that didn't look like what it was. 
except it wasn't wrapped so attractively. It didn't appear to be so, so drawing, delivered, and what it did was deliver so much more than we could ever deserve. He hadn't arrived in a way that we would expect a, a king to arrive, nicely wrapped, like I've said. Yet despite this, shepherds knew it was worth making the journey to see him after being told by an angel. They thought it was worth their effort to leave their, their flock behind and go and see what this angel had told them about. Shepherds are sometimes said to be the lowest of the low. I'm not quite sure if that's true because there was, there was wealth in certain things, but whatever that was and whatever that looked like, they still thought it was worth making the journey from wherever they were to see who this king of kings was. The wise men also thought it was worth making the journey in following the star to see who he was as well. These are guys that were educated. They were seen as being the highest of the high. They had wealth. They had experience. They had knowledge and all this sort of stuff. They may have been people who had studied the stars and hence the, the star that appeared. They knew it meant something and they followed that star to see where it was leading them to. And both sets of people came and they bowed down and they worshipped him. They worshipped him. You see, Jesus was already doing what he does, drawing people onto himself, not dragging them to himself out of some sort of weird sort of tractor beam that he was trying to pull them in so they didn't have any control over it. He was drawing them out, drawing them onto himself through the, through the love and through the joy and through the peace and through the hope that only he is able to give. You see, Jesus is a gift to us all. I don't know where you are in this whole journey of life. I don't know where you are and where you believe all of this stuff. Maybe you're just here tonight to, to just, it's nice, it's, it's, it's cute, it's cuddly. We like to sing the, the carols. We like to see the kids perform. We like to hear the music and all this sort of stuff. But I wonder if you've ever stopped to consider what this is really all about. Jesus is the gift that keeps on giving. It was written that he would be the king of kings, yet his whole life didn't resemble that of a king whatsoever. He lived a life of humility. He lived a life of service. He lived a life of going to the places where the people who were maybe the higher ends of the, of the world wouldn't go to. He liked to mix with the people that, that, that were, were shunned by society. He liked to get involved in people's lives. He liked to know who they were and, and all this sort of stuff. That's who he was. It wasn't what you would expect from a king. He resembled a gift that was and is for us all. He resembles hope. You know, we sometimes think we live in a world that is without hope. We often think we're hopeless. But I want to tell you tonight that there's only one name that can bring you hope that is worth depending on. And his name is Jesus. Why do I say that? Well, in verse 21, we read that just earlier. It said, because he will save his people from their sins. You know, sin is the very thing that separates us from God. It's the barrier between us and God. God can't have sin 
in his light, in his way. It doesn't, in his existence, in his presence, it, it can't go there. So God had to, to make sure that there was a solution. God had to give us a, a way that only he could provide because we can't do it by ourselves. No matter how hard we work, no matter how clever we think we are, no matter how much money we think we have, we cannot buy and we cannot earn our way into the presence of God. There was only one name, one name that was going to be the way, the truth, and the life. And His name is Jesus. I don't know what your expectations or, or maybe I should say your hopes are for this Christmas. Like I said earlier, you may have heard all this stuff before. You've sang the carols before. You've heard the Bible readings. You've heard somebody like me stand up and, and preach. When's this guy going to end? Yeah, someone thought so. Yes. But what if there's a different kind of hope? One which surpasses all hope that has already been given to us. In Jesus what if he was the gift of all gifts what if he he is who the Bible says he is what if he's the only hope we have for a future glory what if he is worth journeying through life with what if I wonder if you've ever stopped to consider that phrase what if because if all of this is true, and that's for you to decide, if all of this is true, you, you know the phrase, you have everything to gain but, but nothing to lose. You've heard that phrase? Let me just change it slightly. If all of this is true, with Jesus, you have everything to gain because without Him, you have everything to lose. I wonder if this Christmas time you would, amongst the, the fun and the festivities, the food, oh yeah, the food. And we love all that stuff too here. That's why you see our building decked out in decorations and we've got presents on the stage. We love all that stuff too. But right at the forefront of it all for us here at Arena Church, Jesus stands at the front of it all because we believe He is who they say He is. We believe that He is the hope and the only hope of the nation and of all nations. The Bible says, and it's the most quoted verse in probably the whole of the Bible. You see it probably in sports stadiums. You, you might see it on footballers' shirts when they lift up their tops after they've scored a, a goal or whatever. And it's from John 3.16. And it says this, for God so loved the world that He gave His one and only Son that whosoever believes in Him shall not perish but have eternal life. It's for the whosoever. There is no credentials that you have to meet. You know, we've all, we all go through life differently. We all journey life differently. Some of us have had it rough. Some have had it maybe a little easier. Some have seen hardships in life. Some of us struggled real bad. Some of us have seen um, the, 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 the heights of, of wealth or whatever it is. We all go through life differently, different journeys, different stories. But I wonder if this Christmas time, 
you would stop to pause, to consider the reason for the season. And his name is Jesus. In amongst all the business of life and the family get-togethers, the friend get-togethers, what is it really all about? Who is this Jesus? Because with Jesus, we have everything to gain. Because without him, we've got everything to lose. I wonder if you wouldn't mind just bowing your heads just briefly. You know, we're all here as people. We're all human. We all think differently. We all have different opinions on different things. But I want to pray for you now as you go into this whole Christmas season, as you start your own festivities in whatever way that you do it, whatever way your family does it, in however you celebrate this season. I want to pray for each one of you that you would maybe consider, if you haven't already, taking that journey, making that journey to, to discover really who Jesus is. Because we don't do this just for our sake. We don't stand up here regularly every Sunday after Sunday just to tell a story or to, or to sound good or whatever. We do it because we believe we have a good news message that we want to share with not just you, but with the world. <coughs> so God, I just pray at this time of Christmas that we would consider who you are we thank you, God, that you sent your son to this earth, that he would be born in the squalor of a manger. Lord, it didn't appear what it was. It looked completely different to what the expectations were. But you would be go on to be the savior of the world by giving your life freely on a cross to die and take our sin to the grave. Only you were good enough to pay that price for us and only you were good enough to give us the victory that you freely give and in you we can know this love we can know this joy this hope and this peace so I pray this Christmas time that we would all maybe just pause and stop and consider those two words what if what if he is who they say he is. In your name I pray. Amen.